2: Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
1: Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Browns here. We've got the pregame show Browns versus the Kansas City Chiefs out there in Arrowhead Stadium in a few hours and we are part of the Fanatical Elves network and we are happy to have you on board as we prep you for the big game this afternoon. We've got Steve Gill up there all the way he's over there in Pitts well no Pennsylvania and we got Joel Cade <laughs> I'm
2: still in Dayton Ohio. You're so.
1: still down there in Dayton Ohio. <laughs> we're live right now folks. And if you're this mystery guy who's talking to you right now, yes I am without the glasses. It is still Johnny Cleveland. So don't don't disappoint me. We're, we're in my new uh brownie gear, my big elf here. So. Well, that's a nice, nice. elf. Yeah. I know, isn't that? He, he's super big, you know. So anyway. That's cool. Uh, we got Nick, we got Nick Chubb back there um so we're we're uh we're getting geared up pumped up for this uh final preseason game we're going to see a lot of the starters um we've got some other things that are possibly on on the horizon with some of the starters potentially uh yes steve steve was dabbing and taking off his glasses too to see if you still still recognize us all see oh look at that we're all doing it we're all doing it we're we're, (laughs) you just follow along the leader but I'm coming still off of my high from the Johnny Cleveland podcast I did last night, where I had some Cade York hate. Um, I would encourage. Cade yikes! Yes, Cade (laughs) yikes. So go back and listen to that. All these guys contribute every week. We are uh, producing great content for everybody, and we want you to join us here on the Fanatical Elves Network. Tune in, uh, subscribe, follow us on Apple, on Spotify any of those platforms just click follow and you won't miss the show and we just love having you on board we are gaining momentum as we build into that season week one starts uh september 10th against joe schmoe and the cincinnati Bengals. and we got steady eddie at at the helm for the brownies i'm calling kevin stefanski now steady eddie so if if you if i say steady eddie i'm I'm referring to at least you're not uh, calling for him to be fired I hate Stefanski. No, okay. Um, so let's just start here, Steve. I know you had some news you were uh, hearing this morning about some of the starters potentially Browns organization putting out some things. What did what did what have you heard?
0: Well, uh, the reporters have all said all week that uh, Miles Garrett, uh, Nick Chubb, and Joel Patonio wouldn't start. But then the official Twitter page of the Cleveland Browns posted, you know, the locker room picture with the jerseys and the shoulder pads sitting on a table and it was Zedaria Smith and Miles Garrett and said the long awaited, um, premiere of this duo. Mm. So, uh, is Miles going to play today? Uh, that would be great if he is, I don't know some, if he's just suiting up or at some point playing. you got to
2: get him on field.
0: Yeah, you have I to. I mean,
2: I mean, it'd be, terrible just to you know go into week one and having never had all these guys on the field exactly let's get them all on the field people get hurt in football they're not gonna like you can take them out after a a series but like putting people in bubble wrap for the early part of the season is ridiculous just let's get them out there Especially with
0: a new defense
2: yeah you gotta get it all together get them clicking then the first two weeks we'll hear well we haven't played together so we gotta figure it all out that's what the preseason's for go out and play together
1: Yep. Are you thinking this whole, um, you know, every time you hear these defenders, Miles Garrett to every, every one of them, they're all talking about this freedom that they have been given and this new sort of way of playing defense. It's like none of these guys have ever had this amount of freedom since they were ever playing the game of football. What do you think about all that going into this season? I mean, we're probably not still not going to see a ton of variety in the, in the defense, you know, but what are your uh, takes there?
2: i'll jump in i mean i've I've actually played in this kind of a defense i mean not to the level at a professional level but the basics of the defense is a very free defense here you're not necessarily given an assignment you line up you read your keys you run to the football make a tackle it's it's very very simple to understand you know yeah and it being simple to understand at at a basic level not the complex but at a basic level simple to understand allows you to play free allows you to just read and react and, and then go mm-hmm. read, react, go. That should be the three mantras of the defense. Read, mm-hmm. react, go. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see somebody play free within the scheme. Not just mm-hmm. I'm out there doing whatever I want, but just free mm-hmm. within the scheme. That's what I'm looking okay. forward to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Steve, yeah. what do you think? Uh, see football,
1: find football, a tackle <laughs> I, football. I, I, I can't see you, Steve. I'm going to put my glasses back on. <laughs> I'm still here. Okay, me. this is why you John know, doesn't play football. He doesn't see. Yeah, he doesn't see. <laughs> they're, they're That's they're why still I never fogged up, man. I'm just, I'm just all heated over here in all, back in Ohio. So it's that big okay. sweater. I, play, I, I played <laughs> soccer. I didn't
0: play football. But anyway, um, yeah, I. I uh,
1: Can't see Miles okay, Garrett needs reps
0: now. in this D. He needs to. Oh, there goes uh, about twenty uh, McGanzer ducks behind me. Oh wow, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> heading up, heading upstream. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, and he's he gets to play next to uh, Z'Darrius Smith, Daniel, mm-hmm. Dan, Dan Tomlinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he needs some reps. I, I love this if he's going to play. Uh, as for the defense, uh, uh, Schwartz hasn't shown much, uh, but he has shown that uh, mm-hmm. he can apply a little pressure here and there, and he can do his, what he loves to do, those secondary blitzes every once in a while, mm-hmm. uh, which yeah, – I love. It. I absolutely yeah. love. It. This defense is going to be, you know, two safeties in two games. Yeah. Like What's I said l- before, do you even remember the last time the Browns had a safety in a regular season game? Well, part of I that know. is
2: predicated by the offense, not being able to score touchdowns. So we'd rather and not have safety. <laughs> we'd rather have the, the touchdown at that point. Oh, right. Me too. But I, I want to jump on this again. You know, yeah. I think that, you know, getting these starters out there, Against Kansas City in a pre, you know, a pre-game tune-up kind of thing, yeah. right? Why would we let Patrick Mahomes come on the field, run it down the field against the 2nd stream defense, and then like that's at the end of his day? Like, here's a good chance to go out, get a test, see where your defense is really at. Right. Get them all out there, play against Patrick Mahomes. The whole offense is going to be out there for them. So let's let's go get it on for a quarter or two.
1: I love it. I love it. I yeah.
2: love
0: it. Let's do it. Let's see what we got. I mean, you're going against the Super Bowl champs. You might as well.
2: Yeah, we had the Super Bowl runner-up last week and the Super Bowl champs this week. You know, we got the easy preseason schedule. I don't know how we're supposed to go on a 24-game winning streak with this. <laughs> Actually, I have an idea. We could play a Pro Bowl quarterback in the third quarter and fourth quarter against third-teamers, just like the Ravens did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, their offense, uh, they not look too uh, uh, poised at this point. Uh, yeah, you know, Elliot, I've been
2: saying for the whole offseason that the Ravens are just like a dumpster fire waiting to happen. You know, they're, they're going to come out the first week against their uh, warm-up game against the Texans because they're going to kill that team, right? Yeah. But then, it, then it's going to get real for them.
1: Well, so, even you go back to the 2020 season, I talked about it last night on my Johnny Cleveland uh, show um, and reflecting on – that first game of, uh, steady Eddie's career with the Brownies. Um, the Browns came out flat. They played the Baltimore Ravens. They, they got crushed. We all talked about, we were all nervous. Uh, I was pissed after the game. A lot of people were angry, uh, and the Browns turned it around and had a great season. So, uh, we're building, we'll see what happens in week one, but, uh, yeah, the Ravens are an interesting bunch, aren't they? Uh, (laughs) <laughs> that offense is not going to do. I mean, I, we can get on this but let's get back on the yeah. bounds. I mean Hey like, I Joel, hey, Joel. I, hey Joel, I have a question for you. Do you have anything else you want to share today? Yeah, so yeah. John, are you a
2: fan of an NFL team? I am. Me too. Would you love to attend your favorite team's week 1 game? I could. Well, you're in luck.
1: Wow. Fans First,
2: Fans First Sports Network is going to give away four free tickets to week one nfl game of your choice up to five thousand dollars what and the rules to enter are simple go to contest.fansfirstsports.com which i have a feeling we can put in our links yes, we'll we can link into our, our situation here there goes and, Steve. <clears throat> and <laughs> fill out the appropriate information again that's contest.fansfirstsports.com fill out the information. That's it. Once you've done that, you've been officially registered to win four free tickets to any Week 1 NFL game. What are you waiting for? Clearly,
1: I don't know. Steve already a, are Steve's not already waiting. Done it. No, I know. He's he's on it. He's go on. enter for your what shot. A, you know, Fans you First Go fans enter
2: for your shot for seeing your favorite team in action contest ends september 4th so get out there
1: fans first sports network is is the group that is uh running our network and they've done a tremendous job of transitioning uh they used to be be part of the sb nation fox sports and they've transitioned a lot of those guys now have uh come together from our hated pittsburgh Steeler uh affiliate san francisco 49ers a variety of teams across the league they have baseball uh, major league baseball teams uh then like the new york mets uh most of the teams are, are covered and so we are glad here to, part, to be part of that with the fanatical elves network and what a great great um gift and uh, contest so yeah go to their the fans first sports network go to their website and you can reach us you can read some of the great content um, yours truly here and a few of us others are starting to write a few articles for the site the, ourselves for the fanatical l's part of fans first and you can catch all those uh, articles i think rod uh, bloom who does the browns blitz he just wrote an article yesterday that we posted on uh, fans first so uh, tune into that too and uh, that that website is growing by leaps and bounds and so you can catch us not only with the podcasting but all the writing that we're doing so thank you for uh, and thanks, uh, Joel, for sharing that.
2: Very. Yes. I'm yeah. figured you were a sports fan and you were interested. <laughs> so,
0: I think we're all fans of a NFL. What's so? Team.
1: So the team this afternoon uh, they play at one o'clock again. Uh, it's on NFL Network. They came yep. out with a list of inactives and Jerome Ford, the running back again, the hamstring pull. Marquise Goodwin, who's dealing with the blood clots. Uh, Drew Ford, the guard. Harrison Bryant, still a medical condition is listed Alex Wright and Isaiah Thomas uh unlikely they're mentioned uh Wes Martin concussion and our favorite third round draft pick of the uh, Auburn uh, Tigers formerly Anthony Schwartz uh doesn't look like he'll be suiting up as he departs probably Cleveland for good after the game today you know I actually liked him I
2: actually liked him coming out of Auburn I thought wow if they could uh get him the ball in short areas and he could run, but then watched him play and realized like he's a track star and not a football player. And like the Raiders used to do this all the time. And then like he gets hit, he gets a concussion and fumbles
1: concussion and fumble when he gets hit. Well, let's talk about, let's talk about this wide receiver thing because I've been reading different comments this morning again about Hakeem Grant and then Austin Watkins. He's
0: playing today.
1: And so I want to know, like, I want the Browns to sign Austin Watkins, but I've also talked, we talked about this on Thursday, Steve, about on the Fanatical Elves show, that Austin Watkins is 25 years old. He's He yeah. was went undrafted, was signed as a free agent, played the uh, training camp with the San Francisco 49ers, had a brief spit stint with, I think, the Buccaneers for a week, went to the Canadian, played for um, Saskatchewan for a day, And then ended up in the USFL. So I I can't overlook. Nobody should overlook the fact that he caught seven passes for 139 yards last week. And he has 16 passes for 250 yards uh, on this preseason. I think he's earned that spot. But the comments from some folks are still saying, uh, Hakeem Grant should probably get that final spot. What are you guys' thoughts on all that?
2: Have we seen Um, Hakeem Grant play? No, N- can not he play until football? Today. <laughs> can he play football? That's what I want to yeah. know. <laughs> well, he was a Pro Bowl returner, so
0: okay. But like, really, like, and he's supposed to return kicks today, so we'll, we'll see. see.
2: Yeah, we'll see. He'll probably kick it into the end zone. And he'll like let it go, do one of these <laughs> things, and <laughs> you know, and
0: punt returns. So okay, Um, yeah, I, I think they both can make the roster. Yeah. Uh, Sometime before the game, maybe during halftime, I'm going to put out on my uh, Dog Pound South blog, mm-hmm. uh, dogpoundsouth.net, my Final 53. And, okay. Uh, I Ooh. have the Browns with two quarterbacks, uh, three running backs, the third one yet to be signed, and seven wide receivers. So, this kid
1: that they picked up, the running back, um, Jordan uh, Wilkins. Uh, Wilkins. Uh, some have said, will he get the start today? Uh,
0: I think he should play more. He only played, what, three carries and one catch last mm-hmm.
1: time. But he's had some so. decent, if you look back at his career, some of the, the different games he's been part of, I, uh, I can't tell you off the top of my head what those stats look like. But when I took a look a, a while back, he's had some de- decent performances at the he, NFL level. Um, he averaged 4.9 yards a carry right i noticed that
0: yeah he's almost five yards to carry uh, yeah mostly with the colts
1: just bring back uh uh hunt kareem come on now we'll just bring back kareem and then we'll just bring back dearness johnson who i guess is on the cut list for uh the uh jacksonville jacksonville today
0: so is that let's before we give the the third spot to wilkins let's see what breaks loose before tuesday (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
2: and I, I, th- I think that's what they're doing with Wilkins here. Is they're gonna give him a start and let him play and see if he can mm. either earn a job in Cleveland or earn a job somewhere else. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I liked the Johnson. I me wouldn't too. mind seeing him back. Um, I loved it. But oh, yeah, you know, we'll see. Well, I'm trying to look up his 40 time because to
1: me that's what's most important.
2: And Kenny catch. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, you look at somebody and I'm going back to Austin Watkins again, but here's a kid like you know, we're talking wide receiver again, but he like he he's been in the league around the league around these different teams for two or three, four seasons, and now he's potentially getting a huge break with the browns. and uh I just you know, we'll see what happens with these it'll be interesting, won't it? What are some um moves or potential cuts that you might that any of you have anticipated that could happen? after this game with the Browns or any other team. For example, the uh, Dallas Cowboys just uh, traded for uh, Trey Lance, right, from the 49ers as yeah, potential backup wow. for uh, – I want to
2: go on a small rant here on this one. Go. Oh, every, year, okay. every year, these quarterbacks come to the draft, right? And you hear, like, one or two of these guys that come out of nowhere, you're like, who the heck is this guy? Trey Lance, Zach Wilson. Right. You know, they go real high in the draft. And you're like, why is a team that dumb? Why are they like drafting this guy? He has like no college stats. He doesn't play very well. If you look at him, you can just eyeball the situation. You're like, wow, this guy's not very good. And they end up going like, I'm going to trade 100 picks for this guy. You get what you deserve. So now they got a fourth fourth round pick for a guy they spent a whole bunch of capital on. That's their own fault.
1: That's their own fault. Are there any other players that you guys see out there in the league that, I mean, what you're waiting for, Steve? I mean, you've mentioned, like, we'll see how things break down. Are there some players that, uh, you know, there's some other guys that haven't been signed yet. Like, you know, um, you know, I gave you a list the other day. uh, Players like Devontae Adams out there in Oakland, uh, Aaron Darnold, who who likes to throw helmets around but doesn't get penalized by the NFL because – Because it happened in practice. Because because it was practice. Practice. It was practice. It was practice. practice. Of the um, real game, Jake Matthews, the left uh tackle, uh still out there potentially. Could the Browns make or pull off some more move? And we also talked about this. And I want to get Joel, you weren't part of this conversation the other night, but we've talked a little bit about all this money now that you know the Browns have created with their latest moves with Miles Garrett, Joel Petonio, uh David Njoku, Nick mm-hmm. Chubb. Could they Browns surprise some people and do what kind of what they did with uh Chubb? while back and do it again and give him an an extra year or two, not three or four, but maybe a year or two and maybe surprise people as we lead up to the big week one kickoff. So with Nick Chubb, I mean, the the key
2: here is to use him in a, a rational and appropriate manner. You don't want to run him like they run Derrick Henry in Tennessee where like it's Pound, 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 pound all the time. If you use him appropriately, then yeah, you could give him another contract. I don't think you want to break the bank on him because it's going to be his third contract. Mm-hmm. But that all the more underscores the need for a second running back who can spell Nick Chubb. And also, we have to educate fans that, like, wait, just Jerome because Ford you isn't, want, the,
1: isn't the guy? Jerome Ford's not the guy. Jerome yet?
2: Ford's hurt. Have we seen him play? <laughs> Again, have we
1: seen him play? Does he play football? I mean, <laughs> I like him. He's got a him. hamstring. Nobody knows. I like Tim coming coming college. He just doesn't seem, when I listened to him a few weeks ago before he was injured or right before he got the hamstring thing, he, he's a young kid and you can tell that. You know, he doesn't have that uh, swagger or confidence. Unlike the, our, uh, let's just skip right here to Cade York, our kicker, Cade York, the <laughs> overconfident. I went on my rant last night. Please listen to that, everybody, because. Uh, you could just pull some kid off the streets in Berea next week and let him go out and on onto the practice field and suit him up, put him in a Browns uniform, and he could kick in two weeks against the Cincinnati Bengals and probably do just as well. <laughs> I'm just like I'm sorry. Okay, I digress. Um, oh, no, I don't know. No. No, 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 no. Let's stay on kickers because <laughs> this gets at the He's, heart. Now, is the, is the guy is the kicker uh, last name Dickie, Okay, is he still out there? Is the kid from Texas Dicker. Dick Dick okay? Kicker the kicker, Dick I the kicker.
2: The kicker. Okay. I, I'll, I'll right. say this I, about kickers in general. All okay? right. They're they're a unique personality. Yes. I mean, you get on a team with a kicker, they have they think they are the greatest thing since sliced bread, right? And and it depends on the personality of the kicker, but it can really rub you the wrong way. And you just kind of one have to understand that that's what kickers are. But two, I've watched kickers, and I'm pretty confident You've that kicked. I've kicked before, but I wasn't very good at it, so I gave it up in high school. But you can drag soccer players. Like We literally one year said, yes. hey, we need a kicker. Let's go try out some soccer players and right. have them come kick for us on Friday night or Saturday We'd, morning or whatever it yes. is. We're yep. You, the Haslams have an entire soccer team, okay? <laughs> go down there.
1: Go down to Columbus. Okay, crew. Get a, get a
2: soccer player or two.
1: Yeah.
2: Tell them the ball goes over the bar, not under the
1: bar. Right. And, like, let him kick it. I'm it's good with that, the same principle. Man. It's the I same I think what concept. really just pisses me off, Joel and Steve, is this I, – and I, I give the kid props for standing up and, and, and talking about it. But from what I heard after that game and then the, the Instagram post that supposedly somebody else did for him, he didn't do that. It's I just see a, that. very annoying. And then his confidence about, well, I'm kicking six out of six. I'm doing things in practice. I'm like, it's practice. We don't give a hoot. We don't care. You got to make them in the game. And we it's just we, practice. We, we're just, I mean, this whole sort of like, oh, I'm making them in comp- practice. And I'm really confident. Great. Then go out there. Stop looking like you're scared out of your mind when you go kick the ball. The kid looks scared every time he sits back there. We're all heavily like holding our breaths. I'm going to be doing that today, going, I don't, I can't look. I can't look.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I've known, I've known a lot of kickers who can make 70 yard field goals in practice. Yeah. I haven't known a single one of them that can make it in a game. Nope. I've heard all kinds of oh, they helicoptered me in to make field goals. Oh, great. I'm glad they flew you from a soccer game halfway across the state to this game so you can kick a field goal. Did you make the field goal? I mean, I guess that's what I want to know.
0: Did you make <laughs> what it?
1: Was, what was the play? The the, the the movie The Replacements. Oh, that was a classic. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Anytime, any, oh, anytime
0: yeah. anybody mentions a kicker, I think of that guy. Just give him, you know, him a cigarette and stands, you know, he's got a dart in his hand and he's smoking it. And yeah. Hey, I've I've literally played on teams
2: with kickers like that. Like, and they walk around insulting everybody. This is why I don't like Justin Tucker, right? (laughs) Justin Tucker walks around and just insults everybody. Right. Like, who the hell are you, dude? You kick a ball. Like, put on some pads. (laughs) Let's go hit, you know? Like,
1: you kick a ball. Like, yeah. What do you do? And, like, he he at least
2: does it. But, like, now
1: what about this kid that got cut from the Buccaneers? He has some history with what's the his Browns. Name? Um, last name is Blankenship.
0: Oh, he was well, cut know.
1: by the Buccaneers. Okay. Can he I kick the ball through the uprights? Um, he doesn't have I any mean, history
0: with the Browns,
1: but he doesn't he have cut. any. I, th- I, I thought I thought there I've was a heard, cu- okay
0: I've heard people mention that uh, he would be better than Cade York, but he just got cut. He
2: lost. I, I think I think the Browns are doing the long play with Cade York. Right, The the thing with kickers in the NFL is that they I'm mature so around 27, 28, 29. That's when they come into their own. So you don't want to give up on a kid at 23.
1: Yeah, but we're going to on. have him become like Justin Tucker three years. From yeah, now. You know what's going to happen? Week one, we're going to play the Bengals at home. The game's going to be tight because it's the first game of the season. The crowd's going to be in a tizzy. It's going to come down to Cade York, and he's going to blow it. He's going to blow it, you know? He, he, I mean, last year we didn't know, like he came in, he shouldn't have been there anyway. The Browns had control of that game and blew it against Baker Mayfield last year. And the kid did make, but I've said since that point, it set him up for failure now. And now it's just becomes. Okay. Steve.
0: The game that really where his uh, confidence was shaken was the charger game. Yes. He missed two field goals in that game. Up to that point, he was eight for eight. Okay, that's good. So, yeah. uh,
1: you know, we got to go back and look at that Charger game, and figure was that out Charger game at home or in LA. It was a home game. There it was really a is. lot. Of, I'll tell you what was bothering me in that that home game against the Chargers were those midgens, those little bugs. They were everywhere. Let me tell you. I wonder if that had an effect on Cave York that game because everybody in the stands was like having a they were everybody was in a in a in an uproar because it was just you couldn't I had to walk the entire game because you couldn't sit in your stand you couldn't sit in your seat because they were swarming everywhere. Now I don't know what it looked like on the field, but I imagine that they were down on the field too. And those those suckers, man, they were annoying. Do you know what I'm talking about? Those little midges, like yeah, these, I know whatever sure. they they come off. I of remember the
0: Yankees Indians uh, oh. playoff
1: like i want to get anyway. back to
0: i want to get back okay. to Kate York
2: then i want to like, stop talking about kickers period cuz they annoy the Go crap ahead. out of me but like <laughs>
0: i've
2: been saying all preseason if you're going to stick with the guy which sounds like that's what they're going to do they should give up on the idea of scoring touchdowns they literally should drive the ball down to like I, i've been saying this <laughs> since the hall of fame game and everybody's laughed at me i'm going to continue saying it drive the ball to the side of the field to the yard you want it to be, and then trot him out there. There should be, like, zero touchdowns. Everything should be a field goal. Give him, like, a 100 attempts in the preseason so he gets his head right. The other thing he's got to figure out is kicking in Cleveland is just like kicking everywhere else. I don't care what people say. There's wind everywhere. There's snow everywhere. There's Mm -hmm.
1: ice everywhere. Mm -hmm. Kick the ball. Mm -hmm. Just kick the ball. I mean the history of the Browns and Steve you can go back and uh, you know we we've talked about this like the historically it is really uh, kicking has been a big deal with all teams but you know significantly with the Browns history you go back to even 1980 81 the playoff game where uh uh Dan Crockroft uh, was had the opportunity probably several times to win that could have won the game uh, coach decided to uh, let Brian Sype uh, throw the Passed to Ozzy and it was intercepted, unfortunately. But I mean, even all those games. I mean, we've just lived by the by the field goal. I mean, Phil Dawson making that crazy kick against the Baltimore Ravens way back when. Oh, when those the ball, two
0: kicks in the uh, snow game and the uh, snowball game, Buffalo.
1: the yeah, the Buffalo game. So, um, you know, kickers are. I want to bring Phil back. I feel like Phil could still do it. To, I mean, if we we could call him up the day before the game on uh, on September 9th and say, "Dude, look, I need." I need we need a kicker. Uh and he, you know, he'd come and trot out there and and do it. And anyway. I just
2: think Kid York is in his head about Cleveland weather. Yeah, i heard about so it. Too. He's heard about it since day one. Very very K Cabot out there. What do you think about kicking in Cleveland weather? Well, that's all the kid's thought about. Yeah. Instead of thinking about yeah. kicking, he's thought about weather. You know, what? just focus on kicking, focus on your approach, swinging that leg mm-hmm. and like Wherever the ball
1: flies, the ball well, flies. You think his next your stuff is, right? Is he going to become a meteorologist? He could go to some meteorology meteorology school. I mean, I think and, Phil Dawson could be a meteorologist in Cleveland right now. I miss Dick Goddard, by the way. Any of you Browns or uh, Cleveland f- faithful, you know Dick Goddard. Channel eight missed that guy. He was a, he was the. Uh, do you know who I'm talking about, Joel? I mean Steve. I, I think no you do, idea. right? Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Dick yep. Dick Goddard, the greatest weatherman of all time. Dick was around Channel eight forever. He had the woolly bear. Uh, festival there in uh, shoot, what what city was that? Willoughby, or now I'm given anyway. I love Dick Goddard. Okay, back to uh, all right, back to Mark, Steve.
2: Let's stop talking about kickers. Let's um, stop talking about
1: what else what, else, what else, what else are we uh, is on the horizon here? We've got the 53 man roster now. They they're down to like 80 some players from what I read last, and so yeah, they, got they
0: um cut cut down two, to, okay, so.
1: And we got to get down to 53 by what day?
0: Uh, 4 p.m. Eastern, Tuesday the 29th.
1: Okay. We're going to have a lot to talk about. Maybe we uh, have a little – we're going to have our own shows this week, but we may do a little bit of an extra uh, 53-man roster uh, show uh, once we get things finalized. Any surprises or whatnot? So, uh, Joel or Steve – I just want to see what running backs
0: Uh, are cut loose. I'm 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 intrigued with the rumor that Alvin Kamara down there in Atlanta might get cut. I would love isn't, to see the Browns. Isn't sign the him. kid they in trouble? They could get him for bit? two and a half million dollars. Easy. Isn't he in some trouble on the side?
2: I, I think that think came so. to a resolution. Yeah, okay. I think that came to a resolution recently. I'm interested. Was it Alvin Kamara? Yeah.
1: The chipmunks, Elvin and the chipmunks, you know, the Elvin <laughs> and the chipmunks. That's what I'm going to think about when I think of Alvin Kamara now, kind of like Joe <laughs> Schmo I think and he's, Joe uh, Burrow Steady Edge. He got
2: suspended for three games. So if you grab him,
1: uh, another he's character suspended for three issue. games. Well, for, who, oh. We, we do let's had talk had a little people. bit about the hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on you asked that's about surprise. I want to
2: see what happens with uh, Nick Harris and Luke Whipler I want to be watching that one yeah I want to see if um, <clears throat> you know Nick Harris comes out of this situation still on the Browns or Luke Whippler who's been getting a lot of reps at center and guard if yep. they're not grooming him to play the backup role and getting him as much did, as many reps as they can
1: why did it take 50 some years for the Cleveland Browns to recognize that they have uh, really good football players at Ohio State and they they drafted more than one for the first time in like 50 some years I think it is uh Luke Whipler and Dewan no, Jones No
0: Terry Rabi- uh, Rabisky, they drafted him No I'm oh, saying this is the
1: first this is the first time that the Browns have drafted oh, two, two. Yeah. Uh, in the same draft in, like, I think it was like 50-some years. and uh, well, They
0: got two good ones. They picked a good time did.
1: to do it. <laughs> this
2: is the team that drafted Justin Gilbert and Johnny Manziel in the
1: same draft. We're not going to talk yep. about 2014. That just, I mean, I'm just it's saying. Still, it's still a nightmare. I had struggled they, last night to sleep last night. Now I'm going to have that damn nightmare tonight <laughs> thinking about that 2014 draft. Thanks, Joel.
2: And they did no work on him. That's the thing. The team did no work on either one. Well, they did some work on Manziel, but clearly they didn't care. He was <laughs> whatever was going on but playbook they did,
1: what, 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 what's a playbook i don't need a playbook
2: they should they have brought in some homeless guy they should have brought in cliff kingsbury to be his offensive coordinator uh, he's about piece
1: of work. Of, he's a piece of mm-hmm. work i mean come on that all uh, i remember speaking, is, speaking of
0: a piece all of work during the draft party uh they drafted manzel and i went no and then they drafted <laughs> gilbert and i went who Right, that was that was the extent of that draft party.
2: Have you guys speaking of people being a piece of work, which Cliff Kingsbury is, have you guys watched any of this untold the Swamp Kings with the Florida Gators? I didn't watch it because I
1: read somewhere that don't watch it because it's stupid, but I you know
2: (laughs) you should watch it just to see just how much Urban Meyer, and I'm not gonna make a lot of people mad when I say this, but you should just watch. How Urban Meyer abuses these kids. He's got these kids fighting each other in workouts, like yeah. literally fighting each other. And whoever like wins gets an award, and whoever loses the fight, like I I'm not talking under- about drills. I'm talking about fights. They're fighting each other. I'm like, oh. I never understood like, that.
1: Crazy. I don't crazy understand. Crap. Yeah, and I, Steve, maybe you disagree, but I've never understood. I I've never liked Urban Meyer. I've ne- I to be honest, I don't like. Uh, uh day R- ron day or what's his first name ryan. um ryan day i just don't, I, I mean urban meyer it you know i i've just always felt like a lot of these coaches that have gotten that gig and i know the background on these coaches i know that urban meyer you know coached up a team out in boise state or somewhere and utah. you know he's utah, utah you know i get it i understand but i just he's given the key. I mean, when you're coaching Ohio state, you get the best players anyway. It doesn't matter. I mean, it matters a little bit, but you know, I'd rather, I like a coach like Jim Trestle or I, you know, even, even coop back in the day. I mean, he didn't get, you know, he had lost to Michigan a few times, but anyway, I just, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, you know, urban Meyer. I just think he's a, I don't have any re- much respect for the guy and I'm, in, I'm living in Columbus. So, uh, I, I just think that anyway. there
2: should be some rules about the way coaches are allowed to treat people. This is not, yeah. you know, I'm gonna like make you all fight each other to get the best players and the most angry, aggressive, violent people I can get so yeah. I can make money. That I mean to me, that's just a real problem. It's very
1: abusing the of the whole of, system. Of the student athlete. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like
2: these yeah. I would never
1: Ever. I mean, I we've got let stories. my kids play for yeah. urban
2: Meyer ever. No.
1: And it goes, it's, it's beyond just college football. I mean, I might know personally, you know, with my daughter playing college hoops uh, when she was there and players and stories, I mean, there's there's so much stuff that goes on. Uh, you know, it's, a, it's a job. It's when you get to these, these uh, uh, football or basketball or baseball, any of these jo- it's a college level, especially at that D one level. And when you're, it, it really is a job. And these, these coaches sometimes really, really abuse that. And, uh, it's, it's, it's awful. It's like um, they
2: own you, like they own your soul and they're Oh, like they do. You. And
1: let me tell you the, the tragedy and Joel, you're talking about this and Steven, I mean, it, it really does. It sets these kids up. I mean, the mental state after they get out of that, you're still dealing with it and we're talking for your lifetime. And I don't, I don't, I think it's something that's completely overlooked because it, it because college football and all these sports bring in huge dollars
2: mm-hmm.
1: for these networks and every you know uh, cor- corporate America. so they're just there's sad. A, no. there's
2: one scene in that documentary I think is worth watching. It only happened last for like five seconds. One of the guys says, "I am embarrassed for the way I acted in those four years at at Florida. Mm-hmm. I do not want my kids to know that this is how I acted because I would not want them to act like that
1: right. Yeah.
2: That that tells you everything you need to know about the documentary right there. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, that kind of be- behavior wouldn't wouldn't work in today's college football with the the lengthy you- lengthy list of transfer portal individuals yeah. and the NIL money. Uh, you know, you, you mistreat a kid and he'll go, Well, that's it. I'm out of no, here, I'm, I'm transferring. Yeah. And somebody will offer him. I mean, yeah. you know. Well, I mean, on Nick one Samen's hand, it's like, about it. like NFL free
1: agency. That's I was proud is, of the fact, basically. Yeah, I was proud of the fact that on one hand, that the like my daughter, you know, she, you know, through high school and college, she stuck it out. She had an opportunity to go to different high schools. She had an opportunity to go play at different colleges. But you know, she worked through that. Other, you know, so that's where part of that, like with the transfer portal, you know, kids just get up and leave. So, but like we're speaking to, I mean, these the, the these coaches and whatnot. It's it's a mental game. And uh, so at least, I mean, kids do have the opportunity to leave. So I, you can see it both ways. Yeah. I then definitely had then a social
0: yeah. media. I mean, you know, you, oh. you
1: can't get away with that
0: kind of crap. No. I mean, I didn't like Urban Meyer because he was head coach of Florida and I'm a graduate
1: of another SCC team. <laughs> so that's why I didn't like Urban Meyer. How do you, so. <laughs> how do you think, um, steady Eddie, let's come back to the Browns just for a quick second. We're talking about, you know, college and stuff, but you know, I know the pro game is very different, but you guys, I mean, as far as his coaching style, you know, you look at other coaches around the league, Andy Reid, uh, Mike Tomlin, you know, Steady Eddie here. I, do you think with the locker room, and I mean, this is year, what, four now he's going into? How, what kind of style do you, what's your perception on that for, for Stefanski? And do you think that he is, is he like a Urban Meyer? Is he like a Ryan Day or a Mike Tomlin? I mean, what do you, how do you, where do you compare him to?
0: Well, Either according well, to get... the players, yeah. they love it. Yeah. I mean, and that's all you can go by. Um, you know, the, the whole Baker Mayfield thing boiled down to uh, them sending in plays and Mayfield changing them, which mm-hmm. pissed off Steady Eddie. Uh-huh. I mean, it would piss off Steady Coach. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I sure, he's he's quiet on the sideline. He's he's reading from a Waffle House menu. That, well, who cares? I mean, as long as they win, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 proven to be a good uh, coach of quarterbacks. I mean, look at his past quarterbacks. Let's see what he does with Deshaun Watson. I agree.
2: All right, speaking of the Denny's menu, we're going to see... Um,
1: Waffle House or Denny's? Oh, Denny's, okay. Whatever,
2: whatever it is. I'm the hungry, other man. It's still,
1: it's still with, morning, uh, by the way. We're, we're we're breakfast with the Browns pregame show this morning. Got my uh, handy-dandy coffee here. Okay, back to you, Joel. All
2: right, so I'm, I'm struggling to remember um, Andy Reid. That's it. Andy Reid will have his own big giant menu on the other side, just so all yes, brand fans can keep this in perspective. When you watch the game and you think, oh my God, Stefanski's over there with that big call sheet. Andy Reid will have one as well, so just just so you know. But I I get to the Stefanski thing. I mean, I I liken Stefanski to be a new school coach. I mean, way back Mm -hmm. in when Moneyball hit Major League Baseball and you had the old timers versus the new analytics guys, you know. I think football is starting to see that. You're starting to see some of these analytics coaches, right? You know, McVay and... I can't think of his name in Philadelphia, the guy in yeah. um Miami. Miami, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and oh, you he's think a, of these he's guys. A
1: character. Yeah, yeah. they look coach.
2: like they look like they majored in economics in college and like walk yeah. around with a pencil, right? But right. then you got these old school coaches like uh mm. I can't think of his name over in um uh, Detroit, right? Campbell. Yeah, Campbell, yeah. Yep. And, you know, that's a the big burly <laughs> <laughs> guy and we're gonna go smash it down their throats, and you know, then they have these <laughs> young pencil neck geeks over here outthinking them twenty four seven. Stefanski is one of those I'm going to outthink you kind of guy, but I think sometimes that gets lost in translation in a locker room, which mm-hmm. is why bringing Schwartz in, who's very much an old school guy who mm-hmm. understands the value of the new school stuff and is willing to integrate it, like Schwartz, a guy like Schwartz is like the future of the NFL as far as I'm concerned. But mm. that future started in Cleveland back in like '94, '95 with Belichick. As far as I'm concerned, right? but uh-huh. you got to you got to do some history on that one. That's good. So, so I think bringing Schwartz you only hear in. That,
1: you only hear that on the Fanatical Elves Network by Joel. There, good, good, yeah. good take.
2: But uh, you know, bringing Schwartz in, I think, brings in that old school element and fits it within the context of that new school analytics game.
1: Mm-hmm. So I, he I think, is, yeah.
2: Go
0: ahead.
2: No, I just you're asking about how does yeah. that come across in the locker room? I, I think there's a if you're if you're not in tune with some of the violent yeah. side.
1: You know, I love I, the move. I didn't know and love mm-hmm. enough about Joe Woods, but I just I think Schwartz's uh, background style and how he's transitioned it here already with the players has really won me well, over as a fan. And we yeah. haven't even started the season.
0: The, Steve, the thing with Joe Woods is he cut his teach as a secondary coach. And then his last mm-hmm. year's defensive coordinator, we had the worst secondary.
1: Mm. So
0: writing was on the wall. As uh-huh. for Jim Schwartz, he's old school tough, but he also uses analytics. He's the mm-hmm. best in both of both worlds. Yes, in, in pro football. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You ever see if he wore any more jerseys this year? You know how he started the the training camp off with that. He wore one of the guys' jerseys and he won the, he won the props the, to the, the players. And he, I was He just did curious, somebody did he, else,
0: uh, Taki Taki. I
1: think he wore Taki Taki one oh, time. Okay. Yeah, are they going to be back? Is Walker and Taki Taki? What's their prognosis? Taki Taki will probably go on the pup list. Okay, Walker.
0: Uh, he'll he'll play week one. Okay. I don't know if and he's going to play today. Week, it would be great to see him.
1: Let's, let's talk about week one just real quick with Joe Schmo. Is he going to be uh, starting for? Uh, and I want to give props to uh, Mariah, my uh, great daughter out there in Seattle, who came up with the Joe Schmo uh, tagline <laughs> several years ago. So we have to call um, him Joe Schmo now. I've been calling him Joe Schmo for a while. Yes. All right. So let's Joe go Schmo, with it. Well, is is Joe Schmo going to be um, uh, week one the starter?
2: I think he will but it won't be 100%.
1: Okay. I hear birds. We hear birds. We're live an, folks by the way. We're live. is
0: up on the side of the hill up there. Oh. That's an osprey.
1: An osprey.
0: Yeah, they're okay. uh, they're the size of an eagle like oh, you're,
1: you're only going to hear that and see that here on the Fanatical Elves network as we are live. From somewhere in southwest, no southeast, north Pennsylvania? central Pennsylvania. North central Pennsylvania, just south. Yeah, the creek of New behind York me State. is called Pine Creek. Pine Creek. Yeah, but Excellent. anyway,
0: um, yeah, I anticipate <laughs> Joe Schmo playing Week One. Okay. okay. I do.
2: I just don't think he'll be hundred percent, and I don't think I don't that's going to be good for the Bengals either, because if he, he can't move, Week
1: One last year after having his appendix out. Well, that's different though from what he did this time, wasn't it? I mean, he, I mean, his is it in his he's got a he got a injury. Mm-hmm. You really think they're going to start Trevor Simeon? Well, it's a one? week one game, and it doesn't like week one games are like weird, right? Because like you can't really get a real sense. I mean, if we win the game, that's great. I know, I we won it. the game Just in Carolina it. last year, but um, that didn't really set us up because then we failed miserably against the New York Jets in week two. Yeah, week um, one and week
2: two is volatile, very volatile,
1: right, right? Right. Um, I mean, you just look at the Browns' history the last several seasons. I mean, they started out in 2020 under with uh uh Seti Eddie and they got blown out by Baltimore, came back and beat Cincinnati in a week two. Was that a Thursday night game? They had the four days, four days, you changed yeah. the
0: entire offense
1: in four days, right? You we've talked about that. That was fantastic, yeah. So that really showed. Everybody, something about Kevin Stefanski. I'll call him that now. Uh, Not Steady Eddie. I'll give him his respect. Um, So, uh, final takes. Let's. I think we're 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 about forty five minutes into this uh, live show. So we got to get ready for our tailgating here uh, uh, across the board. And we're going to give these guys a a break and a breather as they prep to uh, watch the Browns. We're going to try to come on uh, toward the end of the game or uh, uh, right after the game. Uh, these guys might uh, be coming back. We'll uh, we're, you're, it's an open invite, guys. Um, we'll have a little post game uh, rundown and uh, what we saw, and maybe a few expectations. By the way, is Notre Dame playing today?
2: Yes, yes. Notre Dame is on week zero. They're playing in Dublin against Navy.
1: In Dublin against in Navy. Dublin
2: against Navy. Yep. Dublin, time? not not in, not in Dublin, Ohio. <laughs> well, that's but what nice. I was.
1: I, I went right <laughs> like Dublin across right?
2: the ocean. You know,
1: the real Dublin, uh, not, not Dublin, Ohio. Yeah, not, not Dublin, Ohio. not not the home of the Shamrocks. I mean, the D- Dublin folks are a little bit, you know, yuppity up up out there. You know, if you're ever, are you familiar with Dublin? I mean, you've been through Dublin. Yeah, I, so so I tried. I tried my, getting into their school district for years. They, they don't they, they don't even look. They don't even look at your application. <laughs> Like, I got some anyway.
2: interesting stories about Dublin, but I'll I'll pare it down to one small one. We were at a playoff game in the locker room. They had all their equipment in the locker room. Okay? Yeah, this is when they had one high school, and yes. they had these little stickers that said "rocks" on it because they were the shamrocks. They're like oh. helmet stickers that said "rocks" on it, uh-huh. and like ever since then, for whatever reason, our high school, like when I was there, yeah, and I was a sophomore at this time. Like would call their starters the rocks and the backups the sub rocks. <laughs> hey sub rocks! <laughs> it all just came out from this Dublin's. This we played a game in Dublin and uh, yeah. You know, did you win? Uh, we won the game. There's there's now a you went, story, the, I want to yeah.
1: give you a shout out, Joe, because they um talked about you. Your high school actually gave you a personal shout out on social media this week. No, uh, tell um, us really. They did. You, you didn't see it? No. <laughs> Yeah, your 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 high school. What was your high uh, pick? Pickwa High School. What Piqua was this on? High School. Uh, I believe it was on uh, either Facebook or uh, Twitter. Um, oh, really? I didn't Piquaway, even see this. Yeah. Well, there Very you go. Nice. There's there's some news. Pickwa 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 High School Piqua. football team gave you a shout out. They they gave you props. You um, somebody that in Pickwa said that on on minute twenty seven. Uh, Joe gives a shout out to us, uh, our, our high school, and uh, yeah, you have to go back and find it. I'll, I'll look oh, for okay. you. I think, I think you're
2: a little confused.
1: Oh, here's what's going on.
2: Here's what's going on. I'm always confused. Okay, that's okay. I, I think there's a little confusion here. So I was on social oh, media, and I saw it. that a local group yeah. of people in Piqua yeah. have put together an adult baseball team cool. called the Piqua <laughs> Aliens. The Piqua okay. Aliens. Okay. The Piqua Aliens. So I thought, I'm going to hmm? buy this jersey. I so I see bought the, the jersey, and it showed up in the middle of the podcast that Ellie and I were doing. They came uh-huh. to the door. So when Ellie got to about minute 27, I like did an unveiling of the Piqua Aliens jersey and gave a shout-out to the Piqua Aliens baseball team. Okay. <laughs> That's what's going on. Do you want to see the jersey? I'll go get it. Yeah. All right, I'll be right back. Let's
1: see Awesome. It. Steve, did you play football back in the day?
0: No, I played soccer.
1: You were a soccer player. Cool.
0: And ran track.
1: Oh, yeah. What did what, you like? What, what what were your races? What do you like? Um, uh, well, back then it was yards, not me. Yards,
0: okay. <laughs> so it was 100-yard dash and 220 relay. Oh, wow, okay. I was the starter on the 220 relay. Wow, Because I sweet. was very fast out of the box. How fast are you today? Uh, depends on what you're chasing me. <laughs>
1: That's excellent. Oh look, at that. who, oh, look at that. Aliens. That's the base. Oh, I love it. So this is the adult.
2: It's an adult uh, baseball team. They put the together an adult, adult baseball, baseball team. team. The, aliens. So the Piqua aliens. And I got the, the nice aliens. alien on the uh,
1: shoulder oh, there. It. That's fantastic.
2: And I got that's number cool. 51. So the area
0: 51, you know, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Wow.
0: So when people well, ask be- where the team is, do they say they're somewhere out there? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Look at
1: you. See,
0: now you're getting me back to that playoff game.
2: There's a story related to that from this playoff game we played uh, against the team in Columbus. We played against Grove City. and Oh, we yeah. Beat them. We beat them one year in Dublin. They were ranked like third in the nation or something, and we beat them in Dublin. And then, the year, okay. yeah. City, yeah. and then the next year, Grove City. And then the next, the Grove City Greyhounds. And then the next yes. year, they we made the playoffs. We ended up yes. playing them in Troy, which is right here where I live now. Right. And uh, we showed up, and uh, the joke was the people from Grove City had no idea where they were going. All they knew was they were driving to a cornfield, you know, because <laughs> – so they they show, we showed up to the game, and the whole Grove City sideline is chanting – go back go back go back to your woods your coaches are farmers your team is no good oh. so this went on for probably 20 minutes yeah like just chanting wow. this at us well that's mild yeah. compared to what we had to deal with in dublin but you know <laughs> we ended up ended up just for good measure beating that team by two touchdowns just to to reiterate cuz they were they were pretty upset from the loss the week the year before so we had What to,
1: happened in Dublin? I would like to know what happened in Dublin. <laughs>
2: All right, all right. You got a few minutes for a story? I always said we always okay. have time for. <laughs> so I I uh, you know, grew up in Pickwick, played football in Pickwick when I was a sophomore and uh, we had a pretty good team. We went 9 and 1 that year and we hadn't gone 10 and 0 in like 50 years. Of course, we solved that next year, but we made the oh. playoffs. The reason we made the playoffs was because Columbus Worthington yes, um, had a player that was ineligible. That actually their parents moved and went to a different district, and this was before open enrollment, and he was continuing to go to to Worthington right? and got all their games were wiped out because he was declared ineligible. That put us from fifth in the district to fourth, which put us into the playoffs. All right. So as a number four team, you're playing the number one team. Right. And it's basically a home game it's it's not like it is now but it was a neutral site but it was in dublin so Grove city is going to dublin and Uh, we're from pick we're going to dublin and it's not really a whatever you know right so we show up you know and the whole worthington and i don't want to bash worthington but this is what happened right the whole worthington football team was sitting on columbus brookhaven or no not brookhaven um gross city side yes and we come out of the locker room and I don't know if you've been to the stadium there. Yes, I actually it's, I actually okay. have been there. It's, yeah. It's pretty pretty high, right? Yes. And it has this like ledge thing that comes out in the locker rooms right on the side of the door. So okay. We come out. We are met with cans, cups, spit, candy, anything you can really? think of, just hailing down on us. Wow. As we're going into the stand, they're screaming at us we don't belong, all this kind of stuff. Really yeah, we go out and play the game and they had this running back that was like an all-American running back. Yeah. And and we played this double zone double yeah, double ga- uh double gap defense. Held this guy to like 40 yards rushing. Nice. Okay. Kicked a field goal like a 40-yard field goal, which is unheard of in high school. Oh we yeah. We said we're going to take a chance. We're going to kick a 40-yard right. field goal. <laughs> Made the field goal by like like that much, right? Yeah. I watched the the game film and you could tell it just barely went over the bar. Yeah. The game ended up being three to nothing. We beat Grove oh. City. Oh so wow! Grove City was mad. They were like third in was the nation. Was this the
1: first time that you played them, and then you mm-hmm. played them the second time and you beat them so, again? Yeah, right. Yeah. So they
2: were like third in the nation, and they lost wow. three to nothing. We walk off. Okay. Yeah. So we still got the Brook or the uh, the uh, Worthington kids on us yes. because you know we we not only did we not belong, we just got We'd lucky and, right. and beat Grove City. Right. Okay? Oh my so gosh. not only are the Worthington people throwing stuff at us. So okay. now all the Gross City fans have decided they're going to get on the act. Oh, my god Because gosh. we've already got one group of people doing this. So we're like literally shade. candy. Like anything you could, cans. Like I got hit in the head with a can, like a full can of something. Right. You know, is, this like, uh, <laughs> or no, is this
1: a Thomas Worthington stadium? This game was at um, Dublin. Oh, the game, was, 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 Dublin. In Dublin. game okay. was in Dublin. Game was in
2: Dublin. So okay, I haven't been was,
1: to that stadium. I was that's where was we're talking about the rocks, in. okay?
2: Right, but that stadium wow. was a beautiful stadium, but it was super high, it was like a, a not kind been of there. building, no, super yeah. high. I mean, probably three stories high up to the top. Wow, they're throwing this crap down on us. Wow. Popcorn. one kid got a whole thing of popcorn, and he looked up and like this got hit with popcorn. What a shame. Like, that's just so, yeah. so, yeah. Then the next year, we make the playoffs, you know, without you know, because we're a good football team, we make yeah. the, we 10 and 0, we're we gonna make the playoffs. So this year we're ranked higher than Grove City. I think we were two and Grove City was three. Right. So they're coming back. And then you, you play them in Troy. Full revenge game, right? Yeah. So they show up. They're trying to, and their fans are like already trying to intimidate us as we walk in. Right. And, you know, we're just like, you know what? Mess with us. This is what you get. And we You guys had a really 14. good
1: team. Yeah. You were really solid back then. That was your sophomore and junior years? Yep. Uh, what What happened your senior year?
2: Uh, Funny you should mention, I'm actually writing a book on that game, my final game of my senior year. But we didn't play Grove City, they didn't make the playoffs. Um, we ended up you you had had tortured them enough. We actually (laughs) like a few years later, we actually scheduled them in the regular season. But uh, we actually ended up playing Troy, which is our big rival. Uh, Uh, okay, at Welcome Stadium for the regional championship, and yeah. uh, we ended up what winning division that were
1: you back then? What division were we you? Were division two, we were, you division were Division One. We were Division One. Wow. Okay. So
2: that's how we ended up with you know. Are you Grove still City Division and, One? Uh, Pick was Pickle. Division Two now.
1: We're in Division Two now. I know I'm over at Licking Heights and we're in D two. Um, we've got like my hometown of Worcester, Worcester, uh, mm. in, in that in that bracket uh, this this year. So it was I'm actually covering. I'm covering their game next week. Uh, Licking Heights is playing Bella Fontaine. And the new, uh, and the new quarterback for the Ohio State Buckeyes, uh, Travis St. Clair, he's huh? a, he's a junior and he just uh, announced that he's going to go to Ohio State, so that he's a big kid, and I'll be covering that game for Northeast Ohio Sports Insider, so I'm excited. So that's that's bell Fountain, Bell Fountain, to the
2: bell Fountain bell. to the locals.
1: Thank you. So I, I, I
2: will you. say this about going back to my senior year. I got to say this about my senior year. We walked into our game. We played Cincinnati St. Xavier. Okay. Big Catholic school. Yep. They had more people on their football team than we had boys in our high school. Wow. (laughs) It was ridiculous. Right. So then we were like six boys over the limit between division one and division two. And then the next year we went to division two. And I think we've been there ever since. I'm not quite sure on that, but those are the kind of teams we played teams that have like more, more yeah, people on their football Cincinnati, team. Than, those you know.
1: Cincinnati teams, because we came Worcester in 1987, 86, 87. Um, it was the 1986 season that we came down to Columbus. I think the game was played at Columbus Mifflin, a high school. And then we played a team, a Catholic school from Cincinnati and we got beat. Um, But that was the semifinal game uh, mm-hmm. that, that, that final four of it. We were in division two at that point. So Um. Well, cool stories, dude. The aliens at Dublin, the Rocks. We got a lot. Uh, and we got the Browns on the horizon here, just under an hour, or just over an hour till kickoff. Um, final thoughts, uh, Steve, on the game. That what? What are you going to be watching closely?
0: Uh, no injuries. Yeah. Um, Knock on wood. Kick coverage unit. It's always a pet peeve of mine. Mm. Um, they've been getting progressively better every game. Um, and of course, Cade York. We're not going to talk kickers but I'm going to still watch i am definitely going to watch uh, Borges, uh and see how he uh catches the uh the ball and holds it front well, that's my dog back there.
1: Oh, we got to have a dog. This is the Dallas <laughs> oh, network part of the, um, the dog crowd. I, just, yeah.
0: I want to see I want to see Hickman, I want to see
1: uh, mm-hmm. uh Oh yeah, been...
0: I, I, I I of course I'm going to be watching Austin Watkins. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so you know, just preseason game, just keep eye on the young kids. They don't Excellent. have too many spots available. So let's see just what no happens. injuries,
1: no injuries. That's right. No, no injuries, injuries.
0: And let's keep make it a clean game, no penalties. Let's get this over with. Yeah. Me. Unlike
1: unlike out. the uh, illegal hit that the uh, Chiefs had back two years ago or three years ago. You know, when,
0: unlike what happened during the Philadelphia game, but it was all Philadelphia players. My god, they were carting people, they off were left dropping, and right. yeah,
1: they were dropping like flies. <laughs> Joel, final take.
0: I just want to
2: see the offense roll, the defense stop people, and I'd, I'd like to see the offense literally, and we'll say this again for the fourth time, drive the ball down to a spot, let that guy go out there and kick.
1: Yep. And let him you know it. what's going to happen is he's not going to do it. But, you know, I'm just I'm prepping myself for a failure, not only today, but week one when the Browns are in a tight game against the Cincinnati uh, Bengals and KD York falters because he is mentally messed up okay if Wouldn't he falters, it be funny
0: if all they did is score touchdowns and went for two the entire game <laughs> that would be pure football i would love that just just
2: go for it on fourth down go for two-point conversions let's just pretend kickers don't exist
0: well yeah yeah joel kate york's on the sideline smoking a cigarette
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> the replacements all over again um, Love it. Lost a lot of money yeah. on
0: you and that
2: Ohio
1: State disaster <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Joel, um, Well thank you The aliens from Pickaway um, So so to be clear yeah. the, yes. the
2: high school mascot is the Indians Yes, And the aliens are The, the adult league baseball team Put together I just think it's right. cool I, I want to support awesome.
1: my hometown So I bought yes. one of their jerseys uh, Steve, thank you for joining us all the way from uh, north central Pennsylvania today. And by the what, way, the osprey did get a fish. Oh, that's good. What kind? While the, we the- were talking, he <laughs> dove in, got it, and flew up. Great. This is great. Folks, if you're listening to us, uh, you know, tune in. If, you, if you're watching this live right now, we're on... Um, Twitter or the the new X, Facebook. We're on YouTube. Follow us, please. Uh, Subscribe, subscribe to our podcasting. That's where we really need you to go. We need you to go to Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Tune in any of those platforms. We are right there. If you just type in Cleveland Browns podcast, we will pop up instantly in your uh, and and choose us. Choose us because we are bringing you great content. We've got these guys, Steve and Joel bring uh, great content. They're writers for various periodicals as well. They have their own blogs. We also write for fans first sports network. So uh, I think uh, Steve, you said you're going to be writing your, your blog here uh, at the end of this game, your final 53. I've already got it written. I am Excellent. so confident in Excellent. my final 53. It's done. Well, we can talk about that after the post game. Hopefully the Browns have a good uh, go at it this afternoon and uh, there are no injuries. Thanks again for joining us Thank here on. Right. Yes, Joel.
2: Go Irish. Play like a champion today. <laughs> what time do they play? They play at 2.30, So I'm gonna double screen this thing today. Ooh, nice. Okay, they're out, so they're playing If, in if the-
0: he's gonna if he's gonna do that, my alma mater, Vanderbilt, hosts Hawaii tonight. Ooh, anchor ooh. down.
1: Anchor down. There you go. Um, I went to Hope College, so the Flying Dutchman. I uh, don't know if they're playing this week or not, but uh my son, uh just to give props to my son Alec. He's up there with my other my stepson uh, Clay as well, and uh, they both live in the Grand Rapids area. But Alec is uh, actually works a little bit on the side there at the at the college for the sports programming. He did the uh, he does videos for for their uh, school, and uh, he actually produced like the ESPYs video for Hope College this past spring, which is really impressive. And he's mm-hmm. actually starting this weekend. He's doing a lot of film and coverage of their. Uh, this weekend's new sporting events. So will have a new video and new content. So I always like to put, uh, push his, his name out there. He does some great stuff. So um, thanks again, Steve. Thanks again, Joel. And uh, we'll catch you on the other side. Go Browns this afternoon against the chiefs at one o'clock, just uh, under an hour now, uh, or just over an hour. They'll be playing the chiefs out there at Arrowhead. Good luck to the Brownies. We'll talk to you in a few hours. Everybody take care. And thanks for joining us on the Fanatical Elves Network. Take care. Bye. Go Browns.